Right, what's happening? Are you sitting there looking around going, social media is a bit of a shit show. I feel like we're all feeding this algorithm, chasing this dream. You know, we're all at the mercy of the apps. Are you trying to work out, do you want to play this game? Are you sick and tired of it? Do you even enjoy making this stuff? Do you want to make more? What are we all doing? I've been thinking that a lot. And in this episode of the Shover Podcast, I delve a little deeper into my train of thought, my thoughts around that. I feel like I've solved it for me. Maybe I've solved it for you. So sit back, grab a beer, a cup of tea, you know, maybe an Earl Grey. Enjoy the show. Yeah, you better. Hey, how's it going? Welcome back to the Shove It podcast. Look, it's a new year. It's 2024. Welcome. As a new year starts, we all want to, you know, start off on the right foot, the good foot. You know, first move needs to be a good one. I don't know what you did. What was your, what was your move? Think about the first thing you did and think, was that, has that started you? I decided to uh, shave off my mustache, which was a fucking horrible idea. It was, it was a horrible idea. I'd got through the first, and I mean, that body wasn't the first thing I did, but that was the first, that felt like the first big decision of the year. Let's shave the mustache off. Immediate regret, immediate. My lip, my top of my mouth is freezing, absolutely freezing. I shaved it off while my wife was away, and when she came back, she looked at me and she was like, what the fuck have you done? And I was like, well, doesn't, do I look younger? And she goes, you look stupider. And she says to me, I've never realized how small your top lip is. There you go. Rookie error. I'll not do that again. I, my facial hair is pretty poor on a good day. My mustache is the only thing that grows properly and I fucking shaved it off. So not, not all of our decisions can be good ones. But uh, yeah, 2024, welcome. Hope everybody had a good end of the last year and a good start to this year. I have been tinkering a bit back and forth and for the most part of the last few weeks, I've sort of just switched off, detached myself from a lot of content, a lot of, <laughs> I say that, and I've continued to watch YouTube like an addict. Uh, but it's, it's getting that, you know, that balance right of what content to consume, when, why, what's it doing for you? Is it helping? Is it hindering? Is it just aggravating you? Whatever. So I've started to think a little bit uh, more about what I want from it and my, what I want to do with it and, you know, all that. And I had this guy contact me and said to me, look, he likes taking photographs and he hasn't been out in ages. If he's listened to this, he'll know exactly who he is uh, for, for a multitude of different reasons. But he wanted to go out, take some photographs and he wanted to shoot a video while he was doing these. And I was like, yeah, yeah cool, man. Nice one. So we just got a little bit of back and forth. Now, we've all got our own reasons, our own, what's the word, ghosts in the closet or something like that. We've all got our own reasons for not doing something, our own things that are holding us back. And this guy had asked me about, you know, what, like, how do I, how do I, how do I shoot the content that I shoot? Like, how do I, <laughs> how effectively, how do I keep going is what he asked. Like, how can you, and I was like, I was quite surprised at this. And I've had quite a few people recently um, reach out and chat to me about this on Instagram. I have a, for the record, I've got a very small, but quite a tight community on, on Instagram who I, who I chat to. I've uh, always enjoyed that side of speaking to people, meeting people, shooting photos with new people. The community side of social media was probably one of the things that I really enjoyed at the beginning when I got into it. 
it's so weird even saying that, isn't it? Like when I got into social media or even talking about social media, like it's this thing. And I think, think that's my age and my uh, generation because the majority of people nowadays, it's just, it's, it's embedded into life. Where for me, I still remember without social media and then I remember with. So there's, a, there's this d- detachment, I guess, from it where I can sort of see what I would do with it, what I would do without it. So getting that balance right, how you use it is, is, kind of a, is kind of a tricky little thing to navigate. Maybe not for the younger audience, which is, I'm actually quite interested to talk to a few people in the other, I'll start with my own children. They're, a, they're an entirely different fucking, <laughs> what? My brain is not working. My brain is absolutely not working. They're different people, obviously, fact. But they're their own entity. See the way they do stuff and they use the Instagrams and internet and everything, I look at them sometimes, I'm like, do you ever remember your, your parents looking back at you going, what are you, what are you doing? And they just didn't get something. That's me, that is me with a large part of what my kids do. And I'm looking at them going, I have no idea, no idea what's happening right now. And uh, yeah, so this guy reached out and he was asking me about this. And a few people on Instagram have chatted to me about this. And I was quite, I guess, surprised by some of the comments I've got over the last month because I feel like I've done nothing. I feel like I've really taken a step back in the content that I have created for a whole load of reasons. Last few years were just tricky to navigate through, mentally, emotionally, enthusiasmly. (laughs) Is that that a word? Is that a word, enthusiasmly? You know, to travel through with enthusiasm, I don't know. But ah, fucking yeah, it's just ebbs and flows. But I sort of, I got to the end of last year and I sat down and I was like, I need some time in December to just chill my beans, to just detach a little bit. I didn't really want to go making anything. I literally, bef- like a few days before Christmas, I finished up the last couple of edit jobs I was doing. I locked the studio doors. <laughs> like, you want to see the state of this place when I came back in. Because I was basically just, I think I just walked out like, ah, fuck you to the studio, fucked everything in the thing, switched off the lights, <laughs> locked the doors, and then just left. I took one small camera home with me with two lenses uh, just for filming and shooting family stuff. And then I just sort of vegetated for a few weeks. It was outstanding. It was really, really good. And it just helped me clarify a lot of the thoughts that I had been pulling together over the last year. At the start of December, I, um, I don't know, some, some point in December, I got a new uh, sketch pad and a bunch of new pens and I have always now I'm not look I'm not a very good illustrator um if you're completely confused by this my background is graphic design I'm a graphic designer the video and photo world don't know how we've ended up here but I've always been a graphic designer so (laughs) not forever once I was a child but as an adult as a professional adult qualified designer with a lot lot of years of experience under my belt so Illustration was kind of one of those things that sort of came and, and went with it. Now, you meet some designers who are very good illustrators. I am not that person, but I am quite an efficient doodler. Can you? Can scribble some abstract shapes quite well. Love doodling. I used to get yapped at all the time in, in work because I would be sitting designing stuff and then a manager would come past. This is going back quite a while now. And I remember being like told off for, for doodling in this book. 
this will all tie back round, by the way, in the end. He, uh, they would give me a hard time for doodling in this book, and I'd just be <laughs> scribbling stupid little shit. And they'd be like, if you have time to doodle, you have time to do work. And I'm like, <laughs> this is part and parcel. This is me, this is me thinking, this is me work. This is irrelevant, but this is me like letting off steam, letting off the creative pressure with a little doodle, little scribble over here, a little skateboard drawing. You know that S we used to draw back in the 1990s? Remember that thing? I got this sketchbook and these pens and I've just been drawing. It's been so nice to just mindlessly draw. Been working on just, I was just scribbling a whole bunch of random things around the Shove It logo and some ideas and then just working on a few little techniques and shading things. Nothing, nothing good. Great for me, not for you. I mean, you, don't, you don't need to see them. But it was just, do you know what it did? It reset my head. It allowed me to just take a bit of time. You know those moments where you, you want to be like, you sit down and bang, you're watching or consuming something. I didn't, I just sort of sat down and drew for a bit. Now that doesn't mean I didn't also watch a shit ton of YouTube, but there were moments when I didn't and I was drawn in this book. It felt great. Just that detox from the digital connected world, as we all like to call it. Um, and was able to sort of, I, I guess, step away and then look at a lot of this. And when this guy reached out and asked me about this, I was quite surprised. I hadn't, didn't feel like I'd been shooting or, or producing a lot of content, but then it starts getting you thinking like, everyone's obviously at their own level and everybody does stuff at their own pace. And sometimes you're sitting there, you know, the grass is always green and that thing. I mean, you're sitting there thinking, nah, I'm doing so shit. And then someone else is like, you're doing amazing. <laughs> there also might be someone above you going, you're doing absolutely nothing. So it, it, it sort of goes, oh, okay, you know what? Maybe you need to give yourself a little bit more credit. Maybe you need to just, you know, enjoy those moments a little bit more, sit down and, you know, just bathe in the awesomeness of those sorts of those sorts of things when you do achieve something when you do do something something like that this feels like a complete ramble oh they're all rambles aren't they that's why we're all here kill some time i got chatting back and forth to this guy giving him some thoughts he was asking me like well how do you shoot in public what sort of stuff do you do and i was i was answering stuff that i always find really tricky to answer because most of it is just sort of whatever feels right in the day. Like there's this idea that we as creative people are planning everything. And while we do have a, a rough idea, I think when you live and, and breathe <laughs> creation, that you, my, my brain's always thinking. So when I do anything, I see a scene, I see a sequence or, you know, a shot or whatever that is. And it's just, it's just natural. It's not like superpower. It's not something I, proactively do it just the way it is so when i go to film myself do something and i want to walk over here and take a photograph of that i just see that in like five shots so i just set my camera up and i just film scene setter and then the story arc you know oh what's he doing he's walking why is he walking there oh he's put his bag down on that pile of moss why has he done that oh he's taking his camera out. oh he's taking a photo of that moss relief you know release photo <laughs> what reveal photo it's moss so that's not the best story, you know, we're not gonna get away with moss content all the time, but the idea of how that works is quite simple. And I was talking to this guy about it and he was going, and he, he, said, he said something about uh, this need to make video because he likes taking photographs, but he kind of feels like he needs to and wants to make video. And I was like, do you wanna make video or do you need to? And now I've had that conversation with quite a few people. And I've also had that conversation with me, myself quite a bit, because what that got me thinking was we're at this, sort of as creators. Now, the problem here is if you're not a creator, I don't really know you know, how you think about this. But from my perspective as somebody who 
likes creating and making things, all right? Be that designs or books or <laughs> that's again, take it all with a pinch of salt, videos, photographs, doodles, all right? Um, I like making things and I like sharing some of that stuff with people, I like showing it to people. Like I enjoy the process of making. That is why I do all these things. It's the, the process of physically making stuff is great. But showing it to people is also very rewarding, especially when they like it. Um, but I don't think that should be the metric on which we measure whether or not what we've made or done is successful. And I mean, I surf and my surfing is a prime example of that. I look at my 20 years of surfing and go, great success. You might watch me surf and go, <laughs> is this day one? You know, like, but I, I love the progression and the way I've done that and it, it means everything to me. And the worst time I have surfing is when I bring a, a camera into the water because it's never, it just fucks everything up. But I like surfing for the same reason I like doodling. You disconnect, you're out in the ocean. It's just you, it's just feelings. You know, you paddle through the water, you pop onto your feet, you feel your toes grip the board, you feel the water rush over your feet and then you just glide. And in my mind, I'm like an athlete gliding through turquoise water. But in reality, it's like a seal fell on a plank and then just floated to the beach. <laughs> the filming me bit, it never seems to work, but the feeling, it does not feel like a seal. And that's kind of like, I love making things. So sometimes the outcome isn't re really always the metric and, and for judgment. I don't think when we're, and a lot of this, by the way, is, is for our own stuff. This is all very subjective because when you're talking about client work, when you're doing actual paid work, it's a different, you can't just make any old shit, but then you've got a brief and there's like guidelines and there's things you have to work to and you there's a goal you have to achieve or there's a sales angle to it or you have to, whatever that is. I'm talking about just like getting up and, and making your own things and doing stuff for yourself. Uh, I, I do think it's a, it's a weird old world in that if you think about like people like myself who, who do this for a living, not this, but making things for a living, you very rarely think about the, the, the concept of practicing. But in most other sports you practice. I play cricket as well, you know, averagely. But we go to practice. Sometimes practice is total shit. Sometimes I'm great at practice. Sometimes I'm all right on the match day. But the concept of practicing for the match day makes total sense. But when we do these sorts of things, I think sometimes find it hard to like remember that a lot of what we're doing is practicing, honing in our skills and learning stuff. So I really like just going out and making things for me, but then showing someone as, a, as, a, as part of that process, right? But not the metric for whether it's successful or not. Does that make sense? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, did they like it? Don't know, who gives a fuck as long as you enjoyed it? That's what I mean. So if we start to look at it like that, right? I have started to feel recently that I am being, I guess, forced into a world that requires a particular kind of content. I that see that word, I keep using that word, and I, I'm starting to despise the word content because it's so soulless. It means nothing. Well, what content are we making? How about fuck off? That is just a horrible phrase, isn't it? Like, oh, what content are we making? That, Imagine you were like, do you want to go to the cinema on the weekend and watch some content? <laughs> You'd be like, no, what? what are we going to do? Just watch popcorn pop about on screen. 
No, you're going to go and watch a movie. You're going to indulge yourself in an experience. You don't indulge yourself in content. And I think like we've got content creators. We're content creators. Mm, look at us creating content. That for me is just so like vacuous. It's like I'll create any old content, any old shit will do. It doesn't really matter what it is as long as it's content for the internet. And as, as a photographer, I love just going out and taking photos. Absolutely love wandering about by myself meandering through the streets or through a field somewhere with a camera, just taking photographs. Love that. For years, I just photographed that stuff and put them in albums and then looked at them myself. Sometimes I'd print them out. Sometimes I was shooting on film and you'd develop the photos and you'd just look at them. You go, that's class. Show it to a few people. They might go, that's class. And then, you know, you'd move on with your life. Then Instagram came along. And once we all got over photographing our lunch and put a little like rustic black frames around all our square photographs. Once we started, you know, getting outside of that, we could, oh, we could upload our photos and share our photos. That's where Instagram just blew up for me. I mean, it blew up for loads of people, but that is what I fell in love with on the, the content creator, the creator social side is, God, I can share my photographs here. I can actually share them with wider people than my family. And I can... This doesn't have to be like a personal Facebook page or a Bebo page, you know? I don't have to sit and worry about who I'm going to give my little red heart thingy to every single day. I can just go, there's my photograph of that thing. <laughs> yeah, do with it what you please. And then people go, love that. Where is that? That's interesting. We'd love to go shoot with you sometimes. And then we build a community. We all chat a little bit. We all look at each other's photographs. We go, that's cool. I look at someone else's photograph. That's cool. Oh, I'd love to learn how to do that. And then we all just, a little bit of back and forth. There's this beautiful little this bubble and then it burst and then it got fucking destroyed and it got destroyed by the one thing that I absolutely loved vertical short form video I loved it I still love it but I simultaneously hate it absolutely hate it but I don't think I hate the the feature the functionality of vertical short form video I think I I just really don't like what it's all become and what people do and mostly the expectation of it so I love doing Instagram stories and Instagram needs IGTV and I thought that'd be great. And then they fucked it when they flipped it horizontal. I think that's where it all went to shit. But I think that was that early days where like people were like, oh, are we really going to do vertical video? And a vertical video makes so much sense for certain things because so many people consume mobile and God, my hands look old, don't they? How much did I age over the last three weeks? Goodness me. Um, people consume a lot on their mobile phones. And that concept of something being vertical and portrait and full screen is quite immersive and like, uh, uh, what is the word for it? So intimate is the word. It's quite, it's quite an intimate. You feel like you're just zoned into those people. So I always really liked that and was really looking forward to being able to do that sort of stuff. And then it got taken over by, I don't know, I'm not really sure how, when this actually the ball dropped on this and destroyed it all. But TikTok and Instagram Reels, the way they've become, is just this, it's just this need to constantly bang stuff on the internet. And there's a lot of people doing some really cool stuff. But there's just so many people on there creating now that you just, it's just this fucking constant stream of nonsense. I've really stepped away from a hell of a lot of it. But I did find myself as a creator getting stuck in that realm of where do I fit in? What do I create? You know, I, do I need to talk about camera gear? Do I need to, you know, show people techniques? Do I need to be like um, walking around and taking a photo and show you the photograph? Do I need to do that, uh, you know, the trend where it's like Instagram only shows 
photo only shows video so here's a video for 20 seconds when it's actually a photo well here's a photograph in video for 20 seconds you know what i mean and then there'll be all these things and then you read about and you see all these you know snake oil (laughs) this is the second time i've said that snake oil salesman right these scumbags on the internet that go here's how i managed to get my flipping page to grow from this to that in this amount of time and then it's like a little arrow, read caption. You know, I'm just like, <sighs> most of the time I look at that and I go, bullshit, all nonsense, all dribble. And then I go, every now and then I go, I'll just click on that. Let's just see, maybe, may, just maybe, they know something. We don't. And I click and I go, fuck, it's the same old bollocks every single time. It's just pick audio that's trending. And then they, they <laughs> people write stuff like, find something to do, like find something to niche down on pick audio trend and, and just do it every day. And you're like, but no one ever talks about ideas. No one ever talks about originality. No one ever talks about coming up with something that means something or entertains. Or any, no one's interested in that. People just want to make any old shit, put it on the internet, fit it within these parameters that social media is dictating and put it out there as quickly and as often as they possibly can. And... It's made the whole, I'm going to use the word vacuous again. It's made the whole thing feel vacuous. Just this empty suction of shit. And you're just like, you're just walking through it. Like there's no soul. There's nothing. You're just looking around going, what is all this crap? What is all of this crap? And from my perspective, I sit there thinking, shit, do I, how do I do this? Like, how do I work this out? How do I create for this? What do I need to make to put into this? And I've, if you, like I've gone back and forth and up and down, but kind of sometimes with a plan and then I very quickly lose the interest in the plan. And then I'll, I'll do anything from, I'll do a mix of stuff on my Instagram reels. And what I've learned from a lot of that is that the way in which people engage, the way in which people follow or like or whatever that is, uh, is, is heavily, heavily based on repetition. And I find myself doing it as well. You follow a person, and there's a video on YouTube. If I can remember, I will link it in the description on YouTube and in, in Spotify description, whatever, whatever way, if you're listening to us, it's in there, with Jack Conti talking about this. Jack Conti is the, the dude from Patreon. He talks about this idea of everything used to be about brands and people and business, and now it's about categories. So, like, you know, you would follow, you know, you'd follow a person or a brand because you liked what they did or stood for or something like that, right? Or, or But now we follow categories. So now we like, I just want to watch people that bake sourdough bread. You might, as a byproduct, find someone in there who you like that makes sourdough bread, but for the most part, a large portion of us, and you ask yourself this, have a think about the way you look at this sort of stuff. A, a lot of us just don't care about the person the physical person making the content. They're, and I don't mean don't care, I just mean they're kind of irrelevant. So you can be like, oh, I love this again, Sasha's sourdough page. I don't know if that's real, maybe it is. But you know, following her lover deletes her page and you go, oh, I'm not on Instagram anymore. I've had enough of Instagram. Follow, come to my website for my things. You'd be like, ah, that's all right. I'll just go to Norman sourdough over here because we're not connected to the people, the brands, the 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 business the products all that and as much anymore we're more connected to these categories so those categories are pull control and the problem with that is that then the algorithm takes control and now it sort of controls how we 
interact with social media, the stuff that we're fed, the stuff that we like, the stuff that we view. And then we end up in this like little tunnel where we just get banged about looking at the same shit all the time. And it just feels like this. It feels constant. And I've always like tied myself or attributed myself to certain things because I, I'm kind of loyal to stuff for the most part. So like Vans shoes. I've sort of always worn Vans shoes. Every now and then I'll jump out to something else or try something different. But I've always loved the Vans brand. It's just always been a part of my life from a kid. It was just the way I grew up in South Africa. So you do find over, over time and over the years that you have a bit of brand loyalty towards certain things, but then you start to you start to delve into this content world and you've got, it's so unimportant because the only thing that's important on social media platforms is keeping you on the platform and keeping you moving, keeping you sharing and scrolling and swiping, right? Because the more they can get us to do that, the more adverts they can put in front of us. You know, we are the product. When you start to look at that, it's not in your interest really to find stuff and find variety and, and connect with individual people. It's in, it's in their interest to get you to look at so much of everything and a lot of the same. I saw something the other day, I sent a video to my buddy and it was one of the fucking, it was one of these, if you do these videos, slide directly on. It was like, some dude who had done some research and worked out some numbers on some stuff. I think he was talking about like how many kilowatts of energy a car, an electric car takes off the grid when it charges. But what this other fella had done, I just like freaking split screened it and then that way, and then had this guy's video playing, remixing it. And he had his video playing and he just stood below it with a cup of tea and just went like that. I looked up at him and every time the guy said something interesting, he just kind of went, what? Pull these faces, huh? What? Oh my God, can you believe this? And I'm just like, get fucked. Just share that guy's video. That guy went to the effort of making a video, share his fucking video. <laughs> Don't just repurpose it with your own dog shit below it. There's so much of that going on. But you know what's even worse? Is I forwarded that video to my friend. I was like, yeah, check this, <laughs> check this out. And I sent it to him, right? And he replied back, what the fuck is that guy doing below? Like, get off my screen. And I was like, don't worry about that guy. It's not about him. It's about the fucking dude above him who's giving you the information. And he's like, I, he couldn't do anything but focus on this idiot. So then I had to, I was like, fuck, this is my fault. I should have clicked on the guy's description and found out who he remixed it and gone to that guy's page because he's the guy that made the video and found his original video and then forwarded that video to the guy because he's the only guy that deserves the other credit. The other guy can get fucked. But I didn't because I'm lazy. We're all lazy. So I actually eventually did go back through and do that and sent out the original one, deleted the original message. Just watch that. Let's talk about that. But it went to show me, I was like, holy shit, again, like he, he's not important in this. He's just like, just give me the information. I don't care how it comes to me, how we get it. Give me the information. So then when you look at like the, the way in which we do that and the way in which we like watch that stuff, we start to have no respect for the, the creator, the person that makes the thing. And therefore what we do is the people that make the thing realize that, oh, this doesn't really matter what I wanna do. This is what the algorithm wants me to do. So then people like myself start making things to feed into this algorithm so that you can get fed more and more of the same shit that you're already getting served. And I noticed on what I was saying about my following is because I am sporadic and 
do a mix of different things. I'll get someone maybe, maybe I'll do a reel that gets decent-ish views, right? My views are total pish, but decent-ish views. And I'll see like a handful of new subscribers, <laughs> followers, come on, right? And then they'll follow and they'll be like, love it when you did that thing, right? And then I'll upload, I'll post a photograph. So maybe they follow me for a joke I've made, but then they'll, then I'll post a photograph of a lighthouse. <laughs> I can I can see the way people respond because I've done it myself. They've opened up their phone and maybe they're the sort of person that could not give a shit about photography. And they saw something of mine that was a joke that someone had maybe sent them and then they followed. And the next thing is there's a lighthouse photo in their newsfeed and they're like, ah, uh, absolutely no. And then he just, who the fuck is this guy? Without even thinking, why did I, who is he? Why, why did I follow? Oh, fuck that. I don't want that on my feed. Unfollow, don't recommend channel. And I can see that because ever since I started uploading reels sporadically, my following just goes up, down, up, down, constantly. And I mean like 30 follows a week, 30 unfollows a week. To be honest, for the last few months, it's been 30 follows a week. 40 unfollows a week. So I think there's a lot of, so a lot of that's dormant stuff and a lot of that's old followers who are like, fuck that guy. Get out of here with your bullshit. So, but I don't really care, right? Used to care, don't care anymore. But when you look at that, you're like, okay, there's like, there's literally, no one gives a shit about that. And then you got to sit and think to yourself, do you want to play that game? So I've looked into it and tried bits and pieces and the whole last year, I was racking my brain trying to work this out. And then I got to this point and I came to this point and then I took the two weeks of Christmas and it was perfect timing. It just allowed me to go, <laughs> I don't know what that was, just a whistle. Woosa is what I was going for and just breathe and digest that stuff. And I sort of come out of it being like, I don't really give a fuck about the game per se. I think what's always interested me in designing and drawing, shooting photos, making videos is an idea or a thing that interests me that I want to make. And then I go and I make that in whatever way I want. Whether that's me handheld <laughs> holding my own hand, whether that's me holding my own hand on a beat, or if it's me hand holding a camera and filming a vlog, or whether it's me and a couple of mates putting some cameras on some sticks, getting some lights, micing people up, and dicking around. I love the process of making. And the change in social media got me thinking more about the process of achieving what the algorithm wanted me to achieve. So deeming that as my success, I made that thing that ticked those boxes that fits into that criteria, or at least attempting very badly to do that. Because I see so many other people do it. And you see, you see content creators going, oh, this is my strategy for smashing out reels every single day. And it's like, I spend four hours on a Monday and I've seen 15 different reels where I put seven different camera pieces onto a table and I shoot it all down. And then I just VO it afterwards. Or you do that thing, that thing that if you, I, I cannot, cannot cope when people hold lavalier microphones and just talk into them. I mean, if you're doing it ironically, hilarious. But if you're doing it for real, just know that I am dying inside. I'm watching you going, uh, you, I might actually be unfollowing you. I might be going, fuck you, don't do that. It's just, it's, and I think that's a lot of that comes down, <laughs> a lot of that comes down to, that's TikTok, isn't it? That's the younger generation. Look, this, I, the stuff about that, talk about in a whole other episode. But the point of what I'm saying is that, you know, people are doing this plan and they're deeming the success in, I managed to make a fuck ton of 
videos for TikTok or for Instagram that all fit this criteria, all match this thing. I got six trending audios. Look, you know, if you do that, you love that. Fair play to you. Absolutely fair play. I hate it. Not you. I don't. I just. I hate making that stuff. So if you are like me, and you hate it, don't do it. That's honestly. That's like that has been two and a half years racking my brain, and then I came to the point where I was like, I'll just. I'll just. I'll just not do it. I can. I am me. I am my own human being, and I can just choose not to do that. I don't. And I was like, and my wife looked at me like, uh huh. Isn't that obvious? And I was like, not really. No, not that obvious. You might be sitting there thinking fuck epiphany dill you know and i think it's got me to this point where like i want to go out and take a photograph so i'm like see how i see my buddy dan you know do you want to go shoot some photos in in the city and he's like yeah i'm up for that i'm like cool man we'll get the train up bounce up got a couple of photo ideas now early days dan and i used to do this all the time we had these photo plans these journeys these, these things we wanted to achieve maybe dan would be like i want to try this thing with smoke bombs right there was a day where he was like i want to strap drone lights to my drone and fly it over and get this like portrait shot and i've had all these cool ideas with smoke bombs and leather-bound armchairs that i want to do in forests and things like that and we used to do a lot of fun shit like that and then it became it was that was because that was about the process, the process of creating, and then it became the process of feeding the algorithm. So then it's like, oh, I need to get some bangers to put on my grid, you know, so I can get them likes. And I just, I don't know, like we go right, let's go take these photos, and then you go to plan to shoot these photos, and then the first thing I think of is like, oh fuck, I need, uh, I need to do a, I should vlog this, I should do a YouTube video about this, and then I'm like, why? And I'm like, well. Because if I'm going to go out, also because I don't go out that often, but I was like, because I'm going to go out, I'm going to make sure I can shoot a vlog of us shooting the photographs. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I go, well, I need to, it'd be cool to put a couple of things on stories while we're doing this as well, because that's always good crack. Like I always enjoy putting things on stories and people quite like it. It's an interesting insight. And then I'm like, oh, but also <laughs> I might as well try to get a few reels. So maybe at a couple of these locations, I'll do these, you know, a couple of reels with some trend and audio. That's the way my brain had been thinking for the last few years. And I was like, why can't we just go and take the fucking photographs? Why can't we just do that? Because what you end up doing is like diluting everything. So you get this pish vlog, pish photos, pish stories. And not only does it not work and no one cares, but you don't care. I don't care. I look at it and I go, meh, meh, dog dirt, all of it. So I was like, well, we can just go and take fucking photos. So then I actually just went out in December with Dan and by myself a couple of times and took some photographs. And then... <laughs> this is the weird thing, right? Is the weird thing was the byproduct of just going out to take photographs. I had ideas of photographs I wanted to take, and then ironically, I filmed <laughs> filmed the vlog of one of them. But but hear me out, hear me out. The vlog didn't matter. I just I honestly just kept documented some stuff while I was doing it, and actually the vlog came together okay. But the photos were kind of what I wanted, and it was that was what I wanted to achieve, and I got what I wanted, and I had fun. But I also did a few trips just wandering about with the camera by myself, taking some photographs. Some I posted, some I didn't. And then I took that break in December, and I was like, oh, yeah, this will make sense. This is about just don't play this game. <laughs> you don't have to. Just step away from it. Do what you want to do. You want to take photos? Go take photographs. You want to post a landscape photograph on Instagram? Fucking do it, son. Who cares? Who cares? So that's kind of, <laughs> that is how I've got back around to that, right? But I've got to this point where it's like, I like shooting videos, but if I shoot videos, I want to go shoot a video for a reason. I want to take photographs. I want to go 
shoot photographs for a reason. And that reason is the enjoyment of the process. Want to sit there, do my thing. Things I, So if you're sitting there thinking, what the fuck should I be doing? Just what is it you want to do? Because if you start this process or you're stuck in this process like me and you're trying to feed that algorithm, you are always, first off, going to be chasing and you're always going to be adapting and having to change what you're doing to fit what the, el- it's just two things in that, that the algorithm wants you to do, right? That the platforms want you to do. And then you're at their mercy. If you just go, slide on lads, I'm going to do what I want to do. Just fucking go and do it. It doesn't really, really matter in the end. And if you are committed to it, and if you do keep going, that's where success might come in. And then once you've worked that out, and you've, you know, maybe, maybe if things did work out for you and you got really well known for doing what you did, and you got some sort of you know, larger success, if that's what you're looking for, you can put a strategy or structure into place how to do it. But this concept that from the get-go, everyone needs to be following this is bullshit. Now, that brings me full circle back to your fellow that said to me, you know, asking me advice about video. And a couple of other people who have done it. A couple of businesses actually have also asked me. Um, and I'm like, do you want to do it or do you feel like you should be doing it? Because if you feel like you should be doing it, you probably shouldn't be doing it. But if you want to do it, crack on. Go make the videos. I know loads of people that love making those sorts of things. But I think we all need to just take a take a step back, take the pressure off, think about what we want to make, what we want to do. And I know, look, you might not be a content creator. You might just be a consumer. In which case, fair play for listening this far. This has been very focused on the content creator side of things. But that's the way I feel. That's the way I, my brain's been thinking. And I have a lot of conversations like this with friends, some family, but mostly people on Instagram who I just know from that community who I chat to. There's a lot of people seem to think the same. Maybe this has been valuable to you. Maybe you're sitting there thinking, you know what, Dill, I hear you, fella. I hear you. And you've been thinking the same way as me because it turns out there's a lot of people, I find, that seem to be thinking the same things. We're all sitting there in our own silos thinking we're the only ones doing it. But it turns out it's got us all. So look, you know, it's a new year. Let's crack into it. Hope everybody has a, uh, a good start to the year. I'm absolutely freezing. My hands have aged about 300 years and I shaved off my fucking mustache so I look like I'm an Amish. <laughs> an Amish fella. Because I've just got a, just this little beard. You know? And the only reason that's there is so that I know where my face ends. Otherwise I look like a thumb. Thanks very much for watching. Drop some comments below if you've got any thoughts. You know, Appreciate you, you spending some time with me. See you in the next next episode. Cheers, folks. Yeah, you better.